amazing guest today, Michelle Kreshi. Meditation Conversation. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. Thanks for joining. Today, I'm so excited. We have award-winning um, artist, Michelle Kreshi, who is a composer, a multi-instrumentalist, and a classically trained guitarist who marries the mystical and contemporary with her unique and ethereal sound. In 2020, she was signed as a mainstream artist and she performs house concerts and festivals, yoga studios, and sound immersions, which we're going to talk about here in a minute, with albums that are heard globally on New Age, ambient, and guitar programs. Michelle, you have a, a quote on your website from Michael Diamond, which says, she seems more of a sonic sorceress using a wide range of instruments and technology in her artistic alchemy, which I thought was beautifully encapsulating of of your music and your performances and so I I love that a sonic sorceress I liked that too yeah. it was pretty cool that was like one of the um, earlier reviews when I just kind of stepped into uh, and found this kind of new age um, music scene that mm. was kind of like part of a zone music reporter and uh, that there was this whole albeit tiny fraction of the music world, but a, a small uh, group of people who listen and love and create uh, new age music. And he, uh, unfortunately, uh, he passed uh, within like six months of writing that, but he was what? very active oh writer. Yeah, wow. yeah. So it was like 2016. Yeah. yeah. But I thought that that was a wonderful way of uh, putting it. Yeah. And I love <laughs> the the artistic alchemy as well, because there really yeah. is such a blend with with the contemporary and just the n nature. I mean, you incorporate, uh -huh. at least with the harmonic sound immersion, a lot of natural and kind of tonal things mm -hmm. as well, um, mm -hmm. which really does provide like an, an alchemy uh, or, you know, has like a, a whole balance uh, to it. Yeah, and, a yeah. dimension of like yeah. bringing it like into kind of an otherworldliness which is that musical portal with the familiarity of, you know, our crickets and these sounds and the waves and the wind, you know. Yes, right. Yeah. yeah, so so I personally know Michelle from her harmonic sound immersion, which I alluded to before. Uh, these are live shows where she plays and she, you know, as we were mentioning, she kind of uses the sounds of nature and then adds in tones from singing bowls and vibrations from wind instruments and melodies from the guitar and other instruments. And, and then participants just lie down and then the sounds just like 
wash over you and, and the vibrations just kind of, it's, you know, you've heard me say many times, Michelle, when I've introduced you of like, Mm -hmm. it's like a passive meditation, you know, because in, in meditation so often we're sitting up and we're kind of trying to be active, Mm -hmm. um, and, and purposeful in the concentration. And with yours, you can really just kind of let go and like relax into it and surrender. Mm -hmm. And then, often you're just kind of taken on this journey. Um, it's really powerful and it's relaxing and profound. And it's been known to invoke emotional cleansing and visions. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I've, I've heard, I, don't, I have personally haven't experienced tears during it, but I know that people have just kind of spontaneously, you know, needed to release in that right, way. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I know I've had some pretty trippy experiences <laughs> with them. Good word for it, right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I love about it too, because it's, it's the bringing together of, you know, an audience of who I don't know who it's going to be or, mm. or even while I'm doing it, all I know is I kind of get pulled and taken in different directions when, because anything on the live instruments is improvised. You know, um, I'm, I have like a transitional sounds that I have, uh, uh, some aspects of that I'll play from my phone or a virtual instrument, um, played from my phone, but then pick up the guitar and, and I'll feel, uh, being led to this piece or to go that direction. And so it's always a, it's a trip for me. And, uh, the more I'm doing it, especially since there was this pandemic gap. Yeah. <laughs> I did one like February 29th. Uh, and then after that, it was like, oh, these aren't happening until I was, you know, uh, grateful to be brought into to the one that I did uh, for um, your retreat, which mm. was um, that late was so August. beautiful. Yeah. yeah last weekend of super. August. Yeah. So, and that was out my first outdoor one. That was my first one to realize you don't really need to try to control this so hard, Michelle, this has its own direction. Yeah. Which you I wanted to, to like talk to enjoy you it more. Yeah. yeah Cause uh, when yeah. you, you told me later that, um, as you like, so, so you and I, we worked together in a retreat that, that, mm-hmm. um, where you did your first harmonic sound immersion for many months, as you mentioned, and six really, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not just many, it's a lot. <laughs> right. Because we yeah. were we were supposed to do it in, in March. March. Yeah. yeah. And it was like the first, down. yeah, the first thing that yeah. that uh mm-hmm. like, okay, something weird is going on and, and we can't even have this retreat now. But yeah. um and so you were telling me that uh when you arrived to do the the harmonic sound immersion, there was just this whirlwind of kind of a lot of activity and a lot of confusion. And you, I mean, even to the extent that as you were trying to get to the, um, the location, mm-hmm. like it looked like the road was going to be blocked. And so mm-hmm. it was just kind of like arriving in this whirlwind where I know that what you're trying to induce in other people is this release in this environment of like, okay, let's be calm and let's really kind of tap into our higher consciousness and mm-hmm. all of that. And so I was intrigued when you told me because there were there was a lot of emotion going on and and yeah. uh, so uh-huh. you were you were saying that you just need to kind of get out of the way and it was kind of a lesson from that perspective. Yeah, to trust that. Yeah, because it was there was like we said so much um almost chaos and and some confusion and uh and I just kept saying how am I going to get in the right state of mind and that my lesson my teacher at that point was that chaos to realize you know you don't get into that frame of mind you just 
you're just open and then yeah. you're taken, you know? Yeah. So, so that was a really beautiful experience. Yeah. And, uh, um, and I'm excited to, you know, I've, I've done another one since we uh, met, which you attended. Yeah. Um, and that was the first indoor, but, you know, socially distanced mm-hmm. one. Um, and you even so, had you know, Zoom attendees with that one, which was also yes. a first. Yeah. I right, think, wasn't right. it? Yeah. It was a first. Yeah. yeah. Generally, I mean, under normal conditions, I would not advocate for that because that means I don't I don't really get to feel their energies because they're not present. Whoever they are, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just the translation of the the sounds, like you said, it's a it's something to be felt mm. as much as heard. Yeah, but I did. I yeah. do know one of the people who um, joined via Zoom, and she said it was very beautiful and powerful oh, on her side. No so. kidding. Thank you for that. I did not know. Yeah, yeah. So okay, good. She I said, can feel better about that. Yeah, she said, "I I really hope next time because it looked so beautiful. Just she's like yeah, with the way the studio, studio was, was lit and yeah. and with yeah. the instruments and everything." It yeah. looked so pretty. So she was like, I wished that I could have been in that vibe. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. But she's well, still had a time. great experience. Yeah, yeah. We all wish right now. <laughs> so. yeah. yeah, yeah. And that was what was um, so neat with the one at the retreat. We mentioned how it was outdoors. Mm-hmm. And so I, as a participant, I was like, okay, I know she plays nature sounds, but oh. I can't tell the <laughs> difference between the crickets that are out, you know, yeah. so and the ones really, coming from my speaker, which yes. truly are just re- real crickets too, but yeah. not in the, you know, the yes. randomness of them, the exchange. I wonder if I confused the real crickets out there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? right. I was like, what the heck? This is our area. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that was, that was so funny because we just had also during the, um, to just give an indication of how powerful this experience can be. So we were at the retreat, we didn't have exclusivity of the space. So we were (laughs) in our own space, but then the surrounding area, there was some sort of like Jeep convention or something. They were doing some charity ride and there's, um, so all these Jeeps showed up and these people came out and they were all getting drinks. And so it was still like a little ways away from where we were, but there was a lot of chaos. And then there was a band. There was like a competing, like Irish sounding band. Fiddle. Fiddle. Uh, Yes. Something. And, um, so we had, you know, as the, the host of the retreat, I was kind of communicating a little bit, like coming out of my, my trance from the the, from your work to kind of mm-hmm. say to the owner over text, like, Hey, the band started back up, you know, yeah, we yeah. can hear it really clearly here. So yeah. they were supposed to stop. But, um, anyway, and then we also had people who came into the barn, you know, oh, like walk through the people who walked, walked through you guys, you guys were unaware, but I yes. was like, I was like, trying to hold, you know, again, letting, letting myself just be guided and let yeah. them be guided out of there. Right. So. Right. But it's like this whole, but it was yeah. for every, it was so powerful. So regardless of having like even competing music at the uh-huh. time, the participants who were there, 
um, were spellbound and they came out and they were so relaxed and it it feels Mm. almost like when you come back, it is almost like a coming back. Like, okay, yeah, I remember now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And this was one, um, that I was fortunate enough that, uh, you allowed me to bring my, my daughter. I picked her up from the IU campus and we drove out together and, Mm -hmm. you know, she was particularly, you know, in that state of, uh, you know, freshman during a pandemic at school, she really, really needed to um, let herself be, uh, you know, um, calmed and a little bit freed by this. And, mm-hmm. you know, when when she opened her eyes, she just said this was, that was the best one ever. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Which says a lot because I know she's been to. Yeah. Many. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. So, can you share a little bit about how music and sound work to connect you to source and your higher self? I know also, I think the very first time I met you was mm-hmm. when you came to one of my uh, meditation classes yeah. at uh, Blooming Life Yoga in, in Zionsville, near, near where we are. That means nothing to many of our listeners. But <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> but anyway, um, and I remember it was one of the early classes, um, mm. one of the first ones. It might have even been the first one. But um, And you were talking about how, you know, for you being in the space of music really helps you to meditate. It's like a meditative experience for you. So, mm-hmm. um, which I know that that anybody can appreciate from like a listening to music, um, particularly being in the harmonic sound immersion, but you, you even have albums that are specifically geared toward meditation. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, like that sound and vibration can be really helpful. Um, mm-hmm. But as a creator, so I can experience as a participant, but as uh-huh. a creator, you mentioned before about just really opening yourself up, but I'm yeah. curious about how it works for you as like a, a way to connect with your higher self. Well, I think, you know, I mean, if I look at at my timeline, basically, you know, um, as a musician, I was a teenager when I just was intrigued by guitar mm-hmm. and went into, you know, my teen years with, with that, with that tool, that, which was just indispensable in helping me, uh, with my self-expression and, and, uh, all those factors, my style was like whatever I listened to of pop and rock. And it was the, uh, like the seventies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was a lot of different kind of music back then. Um, I would get my hands on any kind of guitar and, and electric and, and steel string and uh, mandolin. I even uh, had a pedal steel guitar. Mm. <laughs> so I did all this self, self-teaching. Um, but then I recognized, you know, I, wait, I don't have any foundation. I have, you know, good ears, but I don't have the, the tools of a trained musician. You know, mm-hmm. as much as I try to get theory and, and you know, connect it all, the fretboard is entirely different than a keyboard as far as, like, it's so simply explained on a keyboard. Mm-hmm. But the fretboard of the guitar and stringed instruments is uh, less obvious, a little mm-hmm. more elusive, and, uh, and therefore, to me, very, very intriguing. But long story short is it was at that point um, in, when I was a young adult that I decided to study uh, classical guitar and go mm-hmm. into a region like, you know, like everything I knew about guitar, they basically wanted to throw out the window. Oh, <laughs> because really? Because you have different technique, different training, different yeah. everything. So I was game for that. And uh, 
And I, th I think it was pretty, pretty great um, experience because it just, it opened my eyes in, in many ways. You know, suddenly I had a foundation that I could draw upon from creativity. I had this teaching academically that went on and on about all the, uh, the, the theory and history and music of, of, uh, the, of the Western world. Mm -hmm. But my school was enriched by these students from all over the world who brought, you know, um, like uh, Hindustani music on original instruments or music from China or uh, a Koto player friend from Japan and shakuhachi flute, you know. Wow. So it was not just the, the experience of being at the school, but it was the people who came there and I learned from them as well. And so simultaneously developed this love of world music and, and sought what I could of that. Is this in college? This was in my college years. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so eventually I graduated with my, with my uh, degrees in guitar performance and, um, then kind of didn't do music for, for a couple decades, literally. Oh, wow. Had my daughter uh, raised her as she was getting uh, a little. Once she started in um, like uh, public school in in, in third grade, um, she did Montessori before that. But once she started that, you know that bus would come pick her up right outside my window, mm -hmm. and I was like, oh my gosh, I have six hours, you know, yeah. to get back to what you know to my other passion besides being a mom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, that's when I started like I started writing music, shared it with some friends who were like, this would be beautiful at the yoga studio. Mm. And like my very first album, it's just kind of like synthesizers. There's barely guitar in it, you mm. know, and it, that just kind of slowly, slowly evolved. But what I found is that pause when I thought I wasn't being a musician, I was still being a creator. Mm -hmm. And and what that pause seemed to me to allow was that time to kind of uh, ferment and and take hold that now when I picked up my guitar, I didn't really have to think about all that I learned. Mm. And I could just kind of be guided by intuitively by, mm -hmm. by how to play and that and what came in, like what always seemed like it just flowed through. And, and my my lesson was like every time I pick up the guitar and this this could hold to to this morning as recently as this morning mm -hmm. i pick it up as if i've never played it and something new comes out and you know it's it's my choice my matter of discipline if it becomes a new piece mm -hmm. <laughs> you know in a few hours or weeks or months or if it just like oh i hope i remember this and and yeah. i don't unless it's on my iphone yeah. <laughs> I don't. Right. so so that's been it's been such a meditative experience for me to create music and make improvisation a big part of it because that's where I really feel just, mm, it's just a, it's a great thing. It's a great flow that you're connecting with your higher self. Mm. Um, and my, my struggle, um, and you probably know it from, from me coming to meditation or see me at yoga, my struggle is being disciplined enough as I am with music to bring just pure meditation or pure yoga Mm -hmm. I'm not disciplined enough like I am, you know, that's, that's my struggle. Mm -hmm. I want to have, you know, say, yeah, it's beautiful. I was, in fact, I was told by a Reiki teacher I worked with a while ago, like, you need to put your guitar down, mm -hmm. you know, you need to go direct. And um, I, I still kind of ignore that advice, but <laughs> <laughs> I might get it, but you know, that's, that's a lot to ask. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if it is serving as a pathway and a connector, 
you know, mm-hmm. then that, that is something, you know, it's not to be discounted. What was interesting that you mentioned, which I, I wanted to um, take a moment with, was that pause. So mm-hmm. you talked about it from a lifetime of like two decades where yeah. you were really not immersed in that part yeah. of your life. Right. But then you also told me recently that you had the similar thing on a micro scale because of the pandemic, because of what we've (laughs) talked about, how we had that pause. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you weren't able to perform. And so Mm -hmm. when you next performed, Mm -hmm. you you mentioned that you were um, a little bit curious about what might happen or maybe even a little bit worried of like, okay, I haven't done this for a while. Am I going to be rusty? Am I going to, and so I I would love for you to share how, what, you know, how you actually felt. Yeah. I I love that you found that parallel because, because you're right. And it kind of goes with my, my thinking that, you know, we never really aren't doing something that we think we're doing all the time, even when we stop it. Things it's still going, and what seemed to happen to me from from March until basically now was um, like a confidence and a belief in my music. Even though I couldn't be standing there uh, playing a, a guitar concert for people, something still actually took the time to um, what would you say? Uh, Something that was just enhanced about my confidence in what I'm doing, mm. maybe in this silence, you know. Yeah. Um, it having this uh, this album, which will be my my sole release for 2020 after many manic years of just releasing so much music. Yeah. This I really, you know, kind of uh, hunkered down and looked at this uh, instrument again, just for its solo potential, and. Uh, right before uh, we had to pause things for this pandemic, I had like my first so far concert, which is a little, it's a global little concert, house concert thing set up. I was to play in March and I was going to uh, premiere pieces from the, from this new album. Mm-hmm. And in preparation for that, I've had, I had a couple friends who I'd been bringing one at a time, just, you know, that as intense as that can be, just say, you know, here, here's this stool, sit down, please. I want to play, you know, 30 minutes of music nonstop for you of this, my solo pieces. And that growth was, was really great. You know, that was really good. Um, So um, I got a little piece of that. Maybe I did that about half a dozen times. And then suddenly, you know, it was just time to record the music, did that, did it and sent that off for the mastering. Um, and that will be, uh, that, as I said, that will be released Friday. I'm super excited about it. But, you know, something happened in that time when, you know, I thought I was just worried and being, um, you know, like everybody else, <laughs> like uh, anxious, the, the anxiety raising, a little, little, you know, like even Michelle Obama, right? lightly depressed, you know, yeah. with all this going, not really able to kind of pull out because of all those, those lifelines that were um, seemingly um, uh, pulled out from under us. Yeah. Know? So, well, and I loved it when you described it with the big pause, uh, you said you'd been fermenting, which I think is a yeah. beautiful way to yeah. say that. And, um, yeah. It reminded me when when you told me about that in the beginning, and I remember sharing this with you, but 
when I lived in Italy and I would go, you know, I'd be immersed in the Italian language for 11 mm -hmm. months. And then mm -hmm. I would come back to America for a month to be with family um, during the summer break. And then I'd go back mm -hmm. after being immersed in an English language for, yeah. you know, a month. And I'd be nervous about like, oh gosh, huh. I'm going to forget everything. I haven't, I haven't spoken any Italian <laughs> or very little, you know, in, in four or five weeks. So I'm going to be lost. But it yeah. was like, it was like, um, it had given th time for things mm -hmm. to like settle and integrate and kind of like become more of a part of me instead of just sitting uh -huh. on the surface waiting for, it's like I'm picturing the, the, Italian words just sort of sitting kind of on the surface of my skin and I'm kind of picking <laughs> plucking them. them. Yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, that one might work or, you know, this is close mm -hmm. enough yeah. or whatever. And it's like in that pause, it's like the, it sinks into my skin and becomes yeah. like a, a part of who I am. And I found yeah. that every year that, mm -hmm. that it worked the opposite. I was like, why am I better? Why am I more <laughs> confident with, you know, coming yeah. back in yeah. So it's just funny that that seems to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah. A well, it just thing. reminds us, yeah, that how much we really don't understand about how our mind and brain works and that we we sometimes we just start off with the wrong assumption. You know, yeah. we think, oh, I got to keep practicing, got to keep practicing. And, you know, you realize, you know what, back off. Yeah. <laughs> let that, you know, ferment. Let, let yeah. uh, And then distill your knowledge from that, yeah. from that experience, you know. I wonder how much other cultures have caught on to this. And, mm -hmm. and like it's, it's part of being American too, because we are so like work hard and that's how you get, you know, I mean, just yeah. as a as a society, we tend to be more, much more like, oh, I I have to do the work. It's mm -hmm. not just going to happen. There's just, you know, it's it's a very like, if I put in this, you know, ten thousand hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's such a strong work ethic, but it doesn't always yeah. uh, make sense. You know. Yeah, or it doesn't get... always translate in the real world. Right. Yeah. 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 What there's some. What's that expression? Is something about like. Works work smarter, not harder, or something. Oh yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, again, that might just be something to sell books. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> True. Mm -hmm. So, um, so you have found then through through your um, practicing, just from that higher self perspective, you mm -hmm. were saying that just um, when you are connecting with with your music it's kind of like mm -hmm. this pathway yeah mm -hmm. yeah and it, opens it is up, opens things yeah up. yeah things can just you know um i've had situations like where i'm playing and uh one one specific thing was like this um at the playful soul uh, uh -huh. years ago if you remember you know if how would you describe it kind of a new agey kind of little shop that was having a affair with a lot of the uh kind of gifted people from um, our area, like kind of just open and sharing in this open house with what they do. And um, I was hired to just come and play, you know, provide my kind of uh, intuitive music. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a woman across from me who I, who I knew, who I know, she's a friend now, um, very intuitive. And uh, I don't know what other words you'd want to use, but she was talking with someone 
uh, and they would uh, turn and look at me like over the shoulder and like smile a little bit. And then the, it continued. And then I changed what I was playing. I was just improvising, right? Mm -hmm. And she continued uh, to be a little bit like um, giggling. And, you know, my, my, my more paranoid self felt like, well, um, may I ask what this is about, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And she said, no, it was just, she said it was just too funny. You were playing something. You were playing a music that reminded her of the movie she was talking about. And then they started talking about something else in my music followed with whatever was reminiscent of what they were talking no about. Way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Gosh. Yeah. And so, you know, that's how I know it's just like, it just like, it just comes, it's just in the ethers, you know, it just comes out of the air sometimes. Uh, when I played, um, I used to play I probably about three years running. I'd play um, at a hospital here um, locally, but it wasn't the kind like, for the patients, this was uh, written into the hospital's bylaws that they would have music in the lobby for the sake of the, the staff, you know, doctors and nurses, the visitors, you know, Beautiful. in terms of, yeah, kind of providing like a, you know, a perk of relaxing, beautiful music. And that would be my, you know, two hours, I just go in and improvise. And, and I love that. But I could, in the there were several times where, you know, I, I, I was very close to the cappuccino machine, which was not oh, great, yeah. but it was like a little cafe. And there were several times where, you know, when the people would walk by me, I just could feel their tension. So then I'd start playing and I, it's like I could feel their shoulders drop and their, you know, relaxation yeah. come in. And yeah. and uh, there were there was some characters that were would come uh you know, like always uh, sit down and eat their lunch, um, you know, and act like they weren't listening, but I knew they were listening so hard, Yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you tie into those things and, and, and a similar like thing where, you know, I'm getting feedback, um, but sometimes I don't know what it means. And I was playing at a, or yoga class and uh, um, generally I kind of feel like it's going through, it's going through. And, and I mentioned after the class to the teacher, I was playing with one woman kind of very close to me, but I said, I just couldn't get through that wall. Somehow my music wasn't soothing her. And the teacher said, oh, she is so like, she's so full of cancer right now. Oh God. Like, and I was like, oh my God, I felt so, you know, like I, I, I got that, but I, you know, I yeah. could not penetrate at all that yet I knew there was some blockage, mm -hmm. you know, it was really, so it's, it's just kind of amazing, you know, and, and uh, I try not to attribute more than what I can really say was an experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't have like always to, been really yeah. careful about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, uh, there, it is, um, you know, so-called healing music. Well, be careful, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, and I appreciate that from like a, you know, wanting to be honest and be pure about the yeah. possibilities because everybody's going to experience it differently. It's differently, yeah. But I know from my own perspective, from my own experience, I should say, um, that it is, I'm not a hugely visual person normally. Mm -hmm. Like I don't have a lot of visions yeah. Um, easily, I would say, yeah. but, um, I have like expanded into the cosmos with your music where I'm like, mm. oh my goodness, I can 
I'm in, I'm in space. Like I can see uh-huh. the spinning of a galaxy in front. I don't uh-huh. know more than that. Yeah. I don't know what I was looking at, but I could see like this, this spinning, um, galaxy was as far yeah, as I could yeah. tell. And then wow. with the last one, it uh-huh. was like, I took mushrooms or something. I, I had, <laughs> honestly, I was seeing like all these, this, like, uh, all these colors and like shapes wow. and they were dancing around. There were like feathers that had, had like formed into this <laughs> and they were dancing. I don't know. They formed into this shape. I think it was like a spherical thing. And then they were dancing and like lining up. I don't know. Wow. I, it was like, a trip. That's crazy. <laughs> now I want to go to my own sound immersion. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very clean way to experience something cool, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. It was like, I don't know what happened, but that was, yeah. you know, that was a pure. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's just, you know, that's not even counting just the pure relaxation that comes. Right. That's kind right. of low hanging fruit, you know, yeah. Yeah. which is yeah. in and of itself going to put you in a, a, a healing space, mm-hmm. you know, at least right. like through that relaxation, through that peace and that calmness, that's where you start to at least have fertile ground mm-hmm. for healing to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm, I mean, I, I, I would never, um, want to sound discouraging about that being the case, but what I try to be is guarded about, you know, because yeah. I've, I know a lot of mu- I know people, musicians and that, you know, will kind of exploit that sense of that. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's very respectful. Yeah. You know, so I just present as uh, you may have a very positive or opening experience with that. And then I just collect stories from from people that tell me things and it's, it can be quite moving. You know, Mm. I I did another thing at blooming life. I think it was last summer that, that I did, I brought a sound immersion. Um, and it was a class, a class of children that came who, well, they were teenagers. Oh, was it for university high school or something? Uh, No, I did that, but this one was for, um, I'm not sure what the school or if it was several schools, but it was for uh, these teenagers somewhere on the spectrum. Okay. Uh, Oh, beautiful. uh, Learning. And so it was, um, it wasn't as pin drop silence as you might expect and things like that. But the, um, the surprise for that, it, I did see it like help relax. And then some of the kids were really engaged in it, but the most like, um, uh, uh, profound thing to me was one of the teacher aides who came up to me, like almost tears in her eyes. She said she never experienced something like that. She started out with telling me, like, I think she said like 16 months ago, her son, her, her, uh, teenage son had been murdered oh my god and she said today she saw him she was with him she was in a white gown and I was like freaking out you know yeah and I was like you know because like I said I the music this thing is not me obviously it's something kind of moving through me and I don't take any um except for the hard work I've done like I said you know studying knowing my instrument you know um and and being uh faithful to, to, to practice and openness. Uh, but that just stunned me, you mm. know, I mean, the experience she had, um, yeah, that's amazing. Oh so yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. So beautiful. So, um, and I know in that humility, you know, there's, um, 
again, I, I appreciate what you're doing, but it, I found it interesting at the end of the last one at the yoga mm-hmm. studio. Um, yeah. We were all kind of gathered around and playing with, <laughs> with yeah, the singing bowls. bowls and, yeah. Um, but you were talking about like the different... Um, the different notes and the things that they do. And I know right. that that was something that I talked about with Gerilyn Glass on a previous podcast as well, was um, the different impact, like the how the different notes resonate within the human body and things like that. So are you, even though it is impromptu, are uh-huh. you, is there a little bit of formulation into what you want to stimulate or is it pure just... What's well, it's moment? a little bit, it, it is, it is a lot in the moment. Um, and I think of, um, shapes a lot, like, like oh, I think of like, what am I building here? Yeah. Oh, like geometrical. Okay. Yeah. Geometrical. Oh, how interesting. And yeah. I mean, I, I can be aware, like my one purple bowl, you know, I know that that's, you know, like Ajna, um, that, that pitch. And then I know that the, the uh, another bowl is is the um heart chakra mm-hmm. and another one's you know throat and you know um but yeah it's really it's it's very like um building architectural kind of textures how interesting uh, is kind of how i see it yeah yeah that i find that really fascinating because sound is so ethereal and like pure vibration so you can't it's not tangible but then the way that you're seeing it is almost yeah. like in a tangible. Yeah, it's a scene and a feeling kind yeah. of, you know, the shapes. And uh, um, another, I mean, I should let you ask the questions, but no, this is kind please. of. And, okay, because yeah. this is kind of like a shift I've seen from my my first album, uh, uh, 2012, actually. I, I released two that year. And um the shift from there to what I'm uh, about to have released on Friday. So that's a chunk of time and a mm-hmm. chunk of growth. Um, but I used to kind of describe the way I would approach, you know, like the sound, like a sound painting, like colors and, you know, um, variation and soundscapes. Um, it was not, it was in the beginning, it was more two dimensional. Okay. And as I learned to work like with more space, like by the time I did like scattering stars or, or um, seventh wave, that was, that was still very tonal and textured. And it was looking for um, sound with a variety of instruments. Both those albums are a lot more than, than, than solo guitar. In fact, there's not a single solo guitar piece on either one. Oh, okay. There there are all kinds of different instruments. Um, I borrowed like a, a slotted tongue drum from the playful soul for mm. uh, a melodic phrase that, that goes throughout um, each good rain. And uh, I mean, never odd or even and um, page of cups. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I have, Uh, you know, the didgeridoo I have here, I have um, all kinds of Native American flutes. Um, At the bowls, I borrowed harmonium, I have um, uh, various uh, different stringed instruments, uh, cello. Um, So all these kinds of sounds and and the instruments themselves provided kind of um, the colors and the textures. And now I fast forward to the creation of this last album, and the couple solo guitar albums, I did short stories, 2018, Sage, 2019. These are both 
guitar albums. But what transitioned for me or shifted for me in this time is that this, this solo guitar album that's coming out, that is the one where things got very, like, very much more physical, like I was sculpting, like I'm a sculptor, not a painter. And I just feel it so much, the way it is in my hands, the way the sounds vibrate. And I feel like when I'm playing it, I'm building something, you know? And it's it's, it's a really neat thing to tap into because this, this album has 24 tracks, 24 pieces. (laughs) And each one is its own, you know, like mini uh, sound immersion, you know, as far as a trip or a journey, you know, Uh, one of them is only, um, um, uh, I think about a minute and a half. As one of the reviewers mentioned, you know, she said it's short, but still effective, (laughs) you know, (laughs) and so that's all you want, you know, just a, you know, a complete a complete um, presentation, you know, whether it's, you know, a tiny building or a, a building without a ceiling or, you yeah. know, whatever it is. But, you know, the thing that's like, you know, gone from a from a two dimension to three dimension. And now I just feel like, you know, almost uh, focusing on just six strings like this has just been really fascinating for me, you know, because I bring in the, the, the classical background, but also like the finger style background. Uh, that I've been playing on uh, with steel string and, and as well as nylon string. So, so the, the timbres are still, you know, very important part. The textures are important. The phrasing and the stories are important, but it just has, you know, I just wonder if I'm sitting there, you know, shaping a dome or shaping, you know, what it is. Um, And I'm really excited to keep, keep working this way because a lot of, you know, I'm not the kind of person that ever set out uh, goals for myself. I've mm-hmm. always been a little bit tripped up by that. I don't, you know, I don't know if that's in the category of fear of failure, fear of success, but mm-hmm. I've, I've always just been like, no, I'm an artist. Stop, you know? <laughs> and I know we hide behind that too. Right. We absolutely do. But um, I've not been, I've not been, um, I don't lack for any creativity you know, it's like a faucet, and I'm and I'm grateful for that. I'll I'll never brag about that. I hope that didn't sound braggy, no, but it's just a fact. Yeah, you know, that it's. I just feel like it's it's all out there. Be open. You know, meditate more. Make yeah. me show up more. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know, just just be tapped into that. And uh, you know, it's just it's. It's a personal experience, but it's wider than that because, as you, as you said, um, it brings other people these experiences that they also, yeah, benefit. absolutely. Yeah. Do I'm curious as you're talking about building these things and how how yeah. it shapes and and how you mm-hmm. work to shape. Is, yeah, is frequency a part of this as well? Is that part of the building or the consideration? Or do you know what frequency you usually end up in? I'm in that stage of um, intuition for building it. Mm -hmm. I'm not in a, you know, like one of the things I do a lot is uh, go out of standard tuning, just tune my guitar differently. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And sometimes I won't even let myself 
know what what key or what notes I'm playing until after I write it. You know, I'll say, oh, okay, mm-hmm. so that was a B, <laughs> you know, oh, or that was, you know, um, yeah. yeah, because I don't want to, I don't want to jump into conventional thinking. I mean, uh-huh. that's theory will bring you around to certain things um, or say, you know, like there's, there's all this kind of like teaching and explosion of people making music and Spotify, like, you know, mm-hmm. you and I could put a tune on there tonight. If you decide to start rapping <laughs> a meditation, I'll do it with you. Yeah. You know, so there's an explosion of um, creativity and sometimes in quotes yeah. <laughs> and um, Oh, I a little bit lost my train. Oh, so there's all, you know, there's apps that will tell you, okay, after this chord, you should use this chord. And after oh, really? This chord, yeah, because it's becomes it's it is theory is a science, That's but true. it doesn't bring you to you know theories always written you know and the theory we're based on is still you know somewhat in the Baroque period, wow. <laughs> you know I mean obviously it's changed and and jazz has been an amazing uh, element to kind of go up against uh, traditional kind of aspects of of theory like that, mm-hmm. but. Um, you know, you're never going to break new ground with, with, with that kind of thing, you know? So, yeah. yeah. So I like, uh, you know, I like to feel the vibration, you know, it's very, it's very physical because the guitar is against your body, you know? And, um, but the, but the thing with the hands lately has been, you know, like it's, it's, you know, how a potter is at their pottery wheel, you know, and then you're at this and, um, it's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, but but I don't, you know. Again, I don't use. I won't sit out and say. I know there's some keys I love, or so there's some keys I see color in. Like I always D major, I always see orange. Really? You know? Yeah, but as I'm not a consistently. Uh, yeah, nothing. Things aren't reliable. Like yeah. to always be. Uh, uh-huh. I I wouldn't go up a scale like that. I know some people can translate sound into painting, or you know, mm-hmm. because they 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 hear a sound and it's a color and it's it's very again very fascinating brain slash mind stuff that we know little about but um yeah it's all intriguing and in and you know until now uh this works for me but I I I like that somehow I'm always guided to do things um new I like the new which is is the creator state, you know, yeah, which is right. really utilizing yourself in creation, which is mm-hmm. yeah, part of the, the thing, you the know. Process. I think. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's my husband's fate, too, because I I'm improvise a lot in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> so, so dinner, it might have been, I, in fact, my daughter will be even more supportive of that, because if I make something she just thought was great, I say, well, really, you need to really enjoy that, because yeah. I'll never be able to make it again. <laughs> yeah, <you know>? right. <laughs> I am similar, but I do not have a very supportive audience within my cooking. It's always like, oh, God, can we eat out? Mama cooked again. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I borderline some of that, but it isn't my daughter talking. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, you have alluded um, a few times to your new album. I wanted to ask you specifically if you could Uh tell us a bit about it. Sure. Um, Yeah, I'd love to. I guess... I want to know about your new album in particular. I'm also curious about how you talked about some of them just being quick hits, you know, and um, is it one experience, the whole album, 
made up of different parts? Like, is there, is, do you, do you intend to be fluid with the pieces so that they kind of create one bigger thing? Or is it meant to be more of like a separate, you know, the, did you say there are 24? Right. 24 tracks. tracks? Yeah. So are they yeah. more meant to be separate tracks or to be one well, thing? Well, yeah, yeah. So like um, one of the reviews, there's like three, four reviews out already. And one of them is like, you know, you can take it, you know, track by track, but please experience this, you know, it's 60 some minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> experience this as a whole because it yeah. does work. And in fact, I would when the opportunity is there to perform, it would be pretty, pretty wild to do the whole thing from start to finish. Although there's a lot of changes of, of key uh, and tunings and capos, but with mm. patience, you know, I can yeah. present. But um, so it, of course, I see it as a whole, but they exist separately. And the streaming world is something that's kind of, you know, blown apart the idea of an album. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Any of my uh, my peers in the uh, music world who are just releasing a single a week or a single every two weeks or, it, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just like um, it was pretty disciplined for uh, me and the Mindstream label uh, encouraging my discipline here to say, OK, you're just releasing, you know, one album. Let's, you know, let's do this. Um, it'll be um, uh, really uh a presentation and a debut for this label because this label is oh, okay. a really interesting new kind of thing. Yeah. Looking at how we experience music. Oh, um, really? Yeah. Mindstream spelled with a Y. Right. Yeah. So, um, so in any event, it's the, the album started out with me a little bit kind of started recording last year, like late August, September. My, my daughter was, uh, senior in, in high school and, and my husband had some evening activities too. Like I, I just remember this construction behind my house was still going on, you know, for a new neighborhood mm-hmm. had been going on for the last three years. And it'd been like, how does, you know, how does an artist keep a home studio going for three years yeah. with this constant, you know? So, so I kind of like figured out my way. I had have an empty house like on Saturday, Friday night, Saturday night. If they were out, they'd be done with all the machinery behind uh, this house. And it was kind of a safe bet if I would just start recording that I could capture, you know, what I wanted. So the initial, oh, I don't know, there was maybe 16 pieces that I, I captured just really raw in the moment thinking, uh, wow, this is cool. And I, I literally would turn a, turn one of the tuning pegs and not know what tune, you know, I didn't even measure what it was, you know, uh-huh. if it was originally an E, if I put an E flat, okay. If I put a D, I don't know. I just play these pieces, yeah. you know, and over the course of a couple weekends, um, uh, with different tunings and different capos and different size capos, I had this, this, I thought pretty cool, and I was thinking of it like guitar haiku, you know, oh, cool. because they were yeah. these brief, beautiful moments complete in themselves, but, um, you know, one of them actually uh, was 40-some seconds, you know. Wow. Yeah. So long story short, I needed them mastered. I sent it to um, a friend in Chicago, uh, 
for some mastering, but my recording itself was a little, you know, um, I'm not an engineer and uh, (laughs) I don't have expensive equipment at all. It's all, you know, um, it's home studio that I've done a great job with till, Mm -hmm. uh, till now. So um, he, he mastered them and um, the 16 tracks, they were pretty nice, but you know, like uh, audio quality, the pieces were beautiful. I loved how they were written, but the audio quality was still a little bit like, "Mm, I wasn't so sure. So meanwhile, somebody, um, a a music uh, person on, uh, that I'm friends with on Facebook, just became A&R for this uh, new label, Mindstream. And uh, I got a, uh, I congratulated him. And then he said, we should talk. Ah. (laughs) And I was like, oh, this is exciting, you know, because other things have been falling by the wayside. And, you know, the label I had been with for a couple of years was not working out well. Mm -hmm. And suddenly, you know, all that got cleared away. And um, uh, he said, uh, we love this, you know, send me that that what you're doing and I said it and he said we love this but what we're going to do is we're going to record it all again and you're going to write me um you know half as much music again <laughs> uh, okay because no, it was it was a little short I think it was 24 minutes or something it wasn't okay. yeah yeah and so I wholeheartedly embraced that um and started writing and start writing kept writing and you know mm-hmm. and I'm still writing I mean I just finished working on some stuff today I can't turn it off right now because yeah. I it's an exciting time but um so we had a plan um uh that signed with the label we were going to um, do this music and uh, uh record it um in um in Vermont at the studio of uh um if you know the Wyndham Hill label that was so big as an introductory no. new age one. Oh, okay. Time. <laughs> so, yeah. but uh, the likes of Will Ackerman and uh, George Winston and uh, okay. other uh, Michael Hedges numbers are names that are, are known in this, uh, in this genre really well. And uh, he was going to produce and Tom Eaton was uh, planning uh, to be the master uh, mastering engineer on that and this is just you know top of the game kind of stuff so yeah. um so obviously that date in may could not work because mm-hmm. of the pandemic and um to to our credit uh for me and the uh, mastering engineer i recorded here and he mastered a very beautiful album i oh, mean wow. it lacks for nothing yeah. So I'm, I'm thrilled about it, but it was the hardest thing I've ever done. Bet, and it went yeah. through so many, you know, so many transitions. First, I thought, I, you know, I thought that demo was going to be it. And I'm like, yeah, I couldn't quite get there. And yeah. in, in from, in, oh, and this is like, here's where I also am trying to get more disciplined. I didn't write down a single note of any of those mm-hmm. pieces until um, Michael said, well, yeah, we're going to redo it. <laughs> And I was like, oh, how did I play this? What was it? Do-? I mean, it was like pulling teeth out of my own mouth, yeah. trying to find that note or that note. And I spent so much time um, trying to say, what did I do? And there's a couple pieces, mm, like that 40 second one. I said, mm, it's gone. Yeah. It's gone. It's completely. Yeah. I had a somewhat, Sometimes water. I had, yeah, <laughs> I did. Some of them have three capos on them. Some of them have every string 
tuned in a different way and a capo on it, you know, and it was just like crazy. But so I'm, that's one thing that I've stepped up my, my scoring, you know, and uh, writing things out and making notes uh, when you have that really good idea. So it can, you know, be uh, revisited. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. And not, and not the sexy part. (laughs) Right. Right. You know, you get all like, Oh, this is looking good. (laughs) You find that, but uh, yeah. yeah, So, so that, yeah. So I'm thrilled about that. It's, it's, it's also been, you know, I've, uh, my circle of music friends, you know, like I said, releasing um, every week and, Mm -hmm. you know, the, uh, they, our data numbers, you, you know, like Spotify's truly like, crazy they give you like I could open my app right now and tell you how many people are listening in the world oh something of mine so who's not addicted (laughs) to that and what is the point of that nothing you know it's you know it's 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 uh you really have to kind of um reel yourself into to reality and what matters and and remind people it's about the music Yeah. yeah yeah I mean people will spend thousands promoting on Spotify, something that they're getting, you know, micro pennies for. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, But that's nothing to do with our talk. Well, no, but I did want to ask the best way for people to become more acquainted with your, with your work. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, my, uh, my website is just kind of a, it's a landing point, but then you can jump off there to go for any of my social media following and, um, any streaming. And of course, as of Friday on Mindstream, which is just M-Y-N-D-S-T-R-E-A-M.com. You'll find me in some of those pretty little circles of their mm. um, aesthetic on there. But um, ideally, yeah, um, go to my webpage and, and uh, follow my social media is really powerful and helpful if uh, you can uh, reach out to me in any way from any of those. And then whatever platform you use for streaming because um this will this is a digital only release i mean mm-hmm. uh it's just the sign of the times you know? yeah i bring cds to to uh live yeah, concerts and things like yeah. that but there's no point in in trying to uh do do the others mm-hmm. um, so uh yeah a follow and your streaming support like i know in spotify you can follow the artist and those numbers grow in fact this week i did now I hear I'm being a hypocrite because now I'm going to tell you I have four million, more than four million streams now on Spotify. Oh you know? my goodness, that's wonderful. Yeah, it is. But I, you know, the the philosopher in me says, so, so what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. But yeah, there's got to be a, you know, I mean, I'm grateful for that. I, the main thing is you just want what it is you do. In my case, music and creative, you just want it out there to help and serve other people. Exactly. And, yeah. um, it's amazing how hard we make it for each other to serve each other. Yeah. You know, or how hard this world and this mentality of, uh, uh, of, of this kind of life is like, you know, we just don't value it enough. We don't, we don't, we're not valuing the, these things that are the best for our growth. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know also um, you do live, as we mentioned, you do the live, um, sound immersions. And I know you put those on social media. So if people are local and they want to. Oh, for the, yeah, them, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. those will be on social media. Yeah. And then you also do these house concerts. I've had you at my house yeah. doing. It was so uh, fun. Yeah. yeah, that was beautiful. So 
You yeah. came in and I had a few friends over and you performed mm. and uh, we just, it was very elegant. I mean, I felt oh, like such you. a grown up. <laughs> like, look at me with a, yeah. a, a musician in my house in and they're court. all being grown ups watching you know, this beautiful music. Yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, so well, that's that's the, the intimate thing is, you know, I mean, you don't, you don't want to just like look out at throngs of people, mm-hmm. you know, you want to like look in someone's eyes in, in this small gathering and, and really experience it heart to heart. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's what I like. And, you know, again, uh, you know, I figured, uh, my, you know, we make our plans, but we had this time now where, um, were suddenly an empty nest in my home, right? Mm-hmm. My daughter just, and I was like, okay, you know, that'll be late August. She'll be there. September, my albums come out. I'll be touring with my album. I'll be playing concerts all around mm-hmm. and she won't worry about and be sad that she's not here, but look what happened. Yeah. <laughs> so I do have a YouTube channel. I do put, I started a series even that I called uh, Virtually Yours Michelle Qureshi. Oh, <laughs> and I got a lot of music videos up there that, okay. you know, if people want to also check that out. That's again, just under my name, Michelle Qureshi. Okay. Well, yeah. be sure you send me anything because I put the show notes. I'll, I'll okay. have any links that are helpful for people to dive in, go and check that, check out the show notes so you can get hooked up with Michelle. It'll be good mm-hmm. for your soul. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Well, thank you so much, Michelle. This was so much fun. Oh, I just always enjoy your company. You know that. Thank you. This was sweet. Thank you. Likewise. Thank you so much. And um, I'm Michelle has agreed to um, let me have a piece that we'll be playing as we close out here. So this piece is called Watercolors from the album Sage. So enjoy. And I look forward to the next meditation conversation. Thank you.